I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Proving that we don't need to breathe oxygen every day. Now coming up next, we have the Footy Prime, the world's biggest band as of late, talking about their first hit single, which has been number one for the last 17 weeks. Let's get this party started. Boys, welcome to the show. Yeah, fucking rock and roll, isn't it? Fucking right. Yes, of course. Uh, Now, how did you come up with this wonderful anthem that people have been singing non-stop around the world? Yeah, we didn't write it. Oh, fucking right. Yeah, I never learned to write. Right, so very common. People get songs written for them all the time, but the way you performed it was absolutely stunning. Yeah, we didn't do that either. No, we didn't fucking do it. Right, but the vocals you did were absolutely spectacular. Literally, that was all, mate. Nigel, Nigel, son, he did all the lyrics. He owes me a fucking quid. So if you did not write this song, perform this song, or sing this song, how is the footy prime associated with this anthem? Yeah, I don't know, but we're not taking the money. Who gives a fuck? Whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. So let's play the song. This is Let's Get This Party Started by the foot. Well, apparently not by the footy prime. Footy prime. Oh, let's go. It's time to get this party started. It's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty booty. It's time to get this party started. It's the booty booty. It's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, Donna, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty booty. It's time to get this party started tonight. Uh, <laughs> finally, finally it comes out. We're actually all English. Every one of us. The others are faking their accents. <laughs> but if, if we were to write a song, that pretty much is how the uh, the first radio interview would go, I think. Let's see Dickie get a shout out as well. Hey, boys, how's it going? Great. It's going good. good. I, I really enjoyed the Brummy in there. That uh, what's like? Was that for me, JC? Was Were you intentionally making the Brummy me? I don't even know what a brummy is. <laughs> good, good. He, he just I, he's just throwing accents out there. Yeah. He's just trying. Yeah, he can't. I think the brummy one where they the brummy are part from. was when yeah. you mentioned Nigel Nigelson, wasn't it? I think that was a brummy part. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The guy we talk a lot of this. Yeah, there you go. Very nasally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? That was great. That was great. <laughs> Welcome to Footy Prime, everyone. 
full full house today. Um, it's a deadline day, boys. It's exciting. It's deadline day. Transfer deadline day. What and can none happen? of us are wearing yellow. Not a single one of us is wearing anything yellow. Why would and? we? <laughs> Why would we? Well, I know you've only had illegal satellite TV for the last couple of years. You don't know Jim White on Sky? Everyone yeah. wears yellow because of Jim White. Do they? He started with the yellow tie. And now and the, the the well the female presenters well flip it on today and the female presenters are wearing yellow and the men will be wearing white. Uh, excuse like me, just, yellow just tie. deadline day and just deadline day. Just deadline day. Really? Yeah. What are this? I used, what a stupid idea. Jim White's been doing this since well, he hasn't even been doing deadline day now for a little while, but he, he started doing this at least uh, when we were doing the Fox show. Was it was it that. Tour de France? Was it Jim White or was it Jeff Stelling had was doing Dildo Day? Who was that? Do you remember that? He's outside a stadium, and and they're waving dildos behind him. He's doing a live hit. I don't think it was, think it was Jeff Stelling. Yeah, no? I, I I mean I know the clip. I didn't think it was either of those two guys, but it may not be. They were usually studio guys. Yeah, Stelling though does a lot of stuff on the road though. He's used to it, yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure it was, but it's quite amusing to the point where they can they can no longer do live hits outside stadiums with fans in the background because it caught on. <laughs> and all these oh, idiot right. fans, no matter where they went, there was a dildo in the back being uh, <laughs> around. That that happened at Sportsnet when I was there, and Gene Principe was in some Edmonton Oilers party th- during a playoff game, and there was a bachelorette party that had been there as well. And in the background shot, not too far away, was a woman with a giant penis like made head. of glitter on her head. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good old Gene gets himself into some positions. <laughs> He's a beauty. Yes. Gene would uh, play it off pretty well, I think, though. He'd enjoy it. Oh, for sure. He's not a stuffed shirt. No. So he'd be uh he'd be he'd great in that environment. But yeah, so um the deadline hasn't hit just yet by the time of recording, so much can still happen, of course, between now and when you hear this. So forgive us if Ronaldo moves somewhere. Although it's unlikely at this point. But uh, so far, there's some stuff filtering down. Aubameyang, is it confirmed off to Chelsea? It looks like it might be. So Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang's little excursion to Barcelona, which he wanted so badly, so badly, lasted less than a year. And now he's back in London. Mm-hmm. Is that a good move for Chelsea? They need goal scorers, clearly, given what happened this past week. Is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang the solution? Even though he's got a broken jaw right now after a home invasion this past week. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. They're, they've got other problems. Uh, I mean, Tuchel's right. They're uh, too easy to beat at the moment. And Leicester were unfortunate last week against uh, them at uh, Stamford Bridge as well. They played what I thought they should have got something from it. So they haven't been um, exactly convincing. They spent but, uh, 300, uh, million, 300 million, Craig, this offseason. It's incredible, eh? I don't know if you've heard, but apparently PSG has offered Neymar up to Chelsea as well. On deadline day. Yeah. The drama. William went to Fulham, I believe. I think that's a done deal. Let's stay on the spectacular, will we, Craig? Hey, come on. Neymar to Chelsea. If If that's an offer... To a guy who's been courting Obama Yang and reportedly courting George Mendes to get Cristiano Ronaldo. If that's possible, don't you pull the trigger regardless of the cost? 
I'll answer my own question, guys. I think yes. <laughs> I love that you guys have taken the group chat onto the show now. Just ignore Dunlop. I'll be honest here, but can I be honest with you? I was reading a story and I didn't hear a word you said. <laughs> I, I was actually trying to find a little bit more about Neymar as well, so I didn't really hear much. To be yeah. honest with you, well, so yeah, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> can you repeat the question, please? <laughs> Arthur Mello is currently undergoing a medical test. No, no better B's question. I think it's probably a good one. Where what the fuck it? is Forrest going right now with all this? Yeah, also to. We're talking Boy. about Neymar. Talking yeah. About yeah, but that, I haven't seen yeah. it. That, that's a, you just pulled that out of your ass, didn't you? I read about it this morning. He's not the Daily Mail. <laughs> it's a real fucking report, man. What you're doing live updates for a for an audience that is going to fucking listen to this <laughs> but, after the deadline's closed. You know what he does though. He just starts typing away and he reads, but he reads out loud. <laughs> his lips are and moving it, and it's so fucking random can you read without your lips moving well it should be like can that you, away, then all of a sudden another blue oh it's gonna I be there i actually voices their voices <laughs> now this is a deadline realizes me it's just to remind himself that he can still read i think yeah. so b sorry what were you talking about neymar oh neymar yeah. okay that's actually possible Todd Bowley has been courting George Mendez reportedly to get Cristiano Ronaldo. He'd been speaking to Aubameyang very, very early. Obviously, he wants to make a huge splash. They've spent a lot of money. With Fofana, $75 million, not the name, but they've certainly spent money. If that's actually possible and Neymar's willing to come, don't you do it at all costs? He's a He comes with baggage too, though, doesn't he? Great player oh, yeah. when he wants to play. Great player, obviously. He's not... He's not Ronaldo's age. He's younger. He's got more gas in the tank. I suppose so. But does he want to come? That's the question. Every high-priced player comes with baggage. I mean, look at uh, Insigne. He can't play on fields that are shared with CFL teams and turf. Baggage. We'll, we'll, we'll get to TFC shortly. Um, but this name, who's got the bigger ego, Neymar or Ronaldo? Ooh. That's a great Ooh. question. Ooh. I'm thinking Ronaldo. But it's really tight. Neymar, man. Of course you'd say that. Neymar. I don't think Neymar is going to Chelsea. I think I think Ronaldo's got more structure, and I think with as an individual, and I think with Neymar, you just don't know what you're getting, man. Off the pitch, yeah. on the pitch, how do you, get, you can't you, get you can't control you get some goals, but you can't control that guy. Like Neymar may play till he's in his late thirties, but he's not going to be competitive on a Champions League team, begging goals like that. How do you in think the, you would do in the Premier League? Right now? I, I would think, like to see him in the Premier League. I would love to see it. I, I think I think I it's think, good enough that he'll start no matter where he is, if he wants it. But at this at this point in his career now, I don't think I don't think that he's up for the challenge of having to work as hard as he'd have to to be a superstar in the Premier League. He's not gonna I don't think he's gonna come in and you know have his way with the Premier League like Holland has. My point. Mm-hmm. So, you, you are you thinking that he can cruise a little bit in the French league, and then Premier League, he wouldn't be able to cruise. I mean, I think he, I think he could even cruise a little bit at Barcelona when they were winning Champions Leagues because of who was around him and his uh, natural God-given talent. And now, that's this is part of what I think he's finding hard is that he has to work a lot harder and live differently 
in order to be better than Mbappe. He's also getting on now Messi again, apparently. The best mates, that's changed. So obviously he lost a fight for a PSG. Um, well, we'll see. Listen, it's kind of crazy talking about rumors right now because by the time people download this podcast, <laughs> the window's finished. So maybe we'll readdress these on tomorrow's podcast as final deals. Although I did see Douglas Luiz is leaving your, your, your villa there, B. And mm-hmm. uh, Dendonka is on his way from Wolves, which is... Get off that sinking ship. <laughs> the wolves like sinking ship? Clean the ship. No. Well, Wolves aren't exactly fucking great either. Hey, but... Bournemouth's a good team, okay? No, but I think they're playing better football. They're just not scoring than your villa. Dendonka would be would be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow if it actually happens. Um, there's been a full skit of games this week, though. I enjoyed midweek football, I have to say. What a day yesterday it was. All the Premier League games, great action there. TSC later, of course. Holland, you know, I, I still think it's going to struggle this year. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, thoughts? <laughs> I just uh I just don't see it lads. <laughs> just don't see it. You say you figured to struggle to get fifteen? Oh fuck. You know what? Look God. I was yeah. saying that because I wanted to I just wanted to go against you. And I was praying <laughs> and I was and I was praying that he was gonna have a little bit of a stinker, take some time to settle in, but that 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 guy's He's ridiculous, man. He's got everything, everything. I haven't seen I haven't seen a striker like that in a long time. He's good. just power. His pace is ridiculous. Who is you the most recent he... guy that we've seen like him? I mean, oh, Ebra, no. obviously Drogba, maybe. Drogba's a good comparison. I was thinking Rude Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But have you seen anybody just use their body the way that he does with such ease? No. He's just throwing defenders all over the place, and that. That explosiveness that he has at five ten yards, it's blowing my mind. I didn't, I never thought he was that quick mm-hmm. until you now you see him in the Premier League against some of these defenders, and they're no slouches either. These guys, and they're just getting knocked all over the place. Yeah, I think what's crazy is that if you watched him play in the Bundesliga, and you watched him even with Dortmund in the Champions League, especially when they struggled, you thought, oh, he can't play that same explosive reactionary level. It, it seemed like it didn't translate when they played in the Champions League. And I thought when you know he had the slow start, the poor charity shield, and I mean, he only had one game. I thought that that was going to take some time, that he would have to be different. But he hasn't been because there's no one like him in the Premier League. I think he's realized, wow, just just absolutely played my carbon copy game from Dortmund. And Craig said he would score a goal a game. He's doing a goal a half. Played nine halves of football. He scored nine if you, goals. If you, if you combine the distance he's scored from all nine goals, I think it's nine feet. <laughs> it's, it's, he's a poacher, isn't he? Now, we've seen him score, obviously, yeah. from a long way out as well. We'll be seeing that at some point. But he's also getting the ball on a plate, right, Craig? I mean, listen, um, not, not to criticize him at all. Obviously, it's ridiculous what he's doing right now. But he's in the perfect team. Phil Foden, John Stones, that header across yesterday what was superb. He's getting mm-hmm. the ball on a plate. He's enjoying a little bit of luck now as well, the way the ball's deflecting to him, but he's yeah. making no mistake. Yeah, he's, he's just in the right spot every single time, it seems. Yeah, even his, his run for the first goal, when he comes across a defender, just get a foot on it. I mean, second one, yeah, he gets yeah, a nice little yeah. little bounce, goes his way, tapping. And then third one, that ball coming across, you could just see 
his power. He's got to brush the defender aside and knock it in. Right place, yeah, right movement time. Off the ball, isn't it? The movement in the area when you see him on set pieces in particular, he looks. He's for a guy that's six foot five. Just the movement, the little short runs, the the power. Yeah. It's just uh, you don't see many other guys do that. No, and if you're a defender on the wrong side of him, you're done because you can't get past him because he's just going to hold you off. No. He's done that a few times already. It's, it's something. Yeah, I, I tell you what, it's it's fun to watch. I mean that. Even that palace, you know, where the game they're two 0 down, two set pieces. And you're like, all right, maybe there's a chance. Palace think, look, look good. <laughs> do you think the Do you think the other big clubs now are looking, going, "Oh my god, we should have we should have had a gamble on this." <laughs> yep, yep. Because well, now, now he's going to be at Man-, Man City for the next ten years. Yeah, he's going nowhere, and nobody's going to be able to afford him. He's only twenty two, yeah. fourteen hat tricks. Yeah, he's going. <laughs> He is going nowhere. Like, seriously, could he? Like, it's one thing, I think 30 is a given if he's healthy. Goals. 40 is possible. Is 50 possible? I think 40 40 is possible. Well, clearly it's possible, right? Although, let me ask you this, guys, ex-players. You know, in baseball and other sports, you know, often a player comes out, the gates, you know, he's superb. And he he gets figured out by pitchers or by batters or by goalies in hockey for example is that the same well, in, in soccer can you can you figure out players after a while well it's not even necessarily figuring them out it's just at that scoring ratio that he's hitting right now i think he scored six of those goals in 101 touches on the pitch like can you keep that kind of ratio going that's generally would be no you know players can't because it's just shown like brilliant yeah. players just can't keep that going but with the team that he's in, if he, again, when he's healthy, and Pep can't be happier as well that he's not going to the World Cup. He's going to have a nice little holiday yeah. right in the middle of the season. He's going to be fresh as a daisy coming back. Yeah. It's a yeah. shame he's not in the World I, Cup. I think, I think you know, to, to go no, on what you're saying, saying there, Sharms, <laughs> the, I think with, with players that solely rely on pace, they can get figured out after a while. Right? Mm-hmm. But when... An individual six foot five has pace, has power, good movement, brilliant football IQ. It's it's almost impossible. Like look at uh, Lewandowski. The guy's still banging in goals up yeah. front and center. Not the quickest, but he's smart. Very, very, very smart. Right. So mm-hmm. for him, you know, I, I don't think they they will be able to figure him out because he's got too many attributes. Mm-hmm. It's, become- it's, it's the toughest job in the business. There's no doubt. And that's why they pay King's ransoms for players that are able to put the ball in the net. Look at the teams that are struggling. I mean, even look at West Ham. I mean, they should have more points if they could finish. Leicester are in a position where they've had lots of games where they've not been able to finish. Wolves are in that position. You could probably say Villa well, as well. Villa just just the hype. Score. Right, just the hype around this guy right now because he's scored nine goals. You know, he's now become must-watch. I don't care who's playing now on the weekend. I'm watching that game to see what he does now. Right, and you don't get that from a defender who's really good at tackling. Ah, oh, DC has tackles. Got to watch him now. Right? It's oh, there was a period of... there. Oh, don't be unfair to Samuel Umtiti. There was a period. <laughs> yeah, he was very good. You're right. But was he yeah. must watch? Be maybe you'd watch him because you're a bit of a nerd that way. But TFC had a center back last night. There was didn't actually kind of mess things up a little bit. Sorry, I didn't realize you were hosting, Craig. Oh, sorry. 
I think when you, you know, when you, <laughs> when you look at it as well, right, with the Holland coming in and the goals and the, the, the damage that he's doing to the Premier League right now, to defenders. Don't think that those defenders, when they walk up that pitch and have just conceded six goals, five goals, eight goals, they're not going in that dressing room going, fucking hell, I've got to work harder. Like, I've got to figure this out, and I've got to figure yeah. this out real quick because I'm going to get embarrassed. Yeah, and I'm a 30 million pound player. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah I just got the ass ripped out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, talk, we talk about this a lot, right? Of uh, these super talented players making the, the team around them better, elevating everyone's game. So you, you think it can translate to elevating the quality in the league? Because you look at that stretch when Ronaldo and Messi were at their best, and everyone talked about how La Liga was so much better. And unless you were watching regularly in games that they weren't involved in, you didn't really see it. But I think you could see it when they left. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. you could you can measure it when they left. I think I think teams that haven't played City yet, and especially if you're defenders back four, you're you're watching every game now. Yeah, trying to think, okay, how how do I try to at least contain this guy? Mm-hmm. What have I got to do? Because there's no way I can't concede six or seven. Mm-hmm. And the then leaves, leaves openings for everybody else, and this they got talent. All over the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's what makes them so terrifying to Charm's point. Like if you're anybody else, you're looking at City like, holy shit, ten years of this? Yeah. Mm. Well, if you're if you're center backs, you're terrified right now. Oh yeah. Center back, because that, that's your job. Strikers. Yeah. Now if the goals are coming from elsewhere, okay, you know, but you're well, how do you defend him? How do you defend him? You've seen him now, you've seen him for like four or five games. How, how do you if you're a defensive coach at training next week, I don't know who City's playing next. Well, what I would do, Charms, right? <laughs> you put a hammy? I would, I would ask the manager to put two two sixes in front of me, and I would pull my my fullbacks in so goddamn tight, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then watch Phil Foden score four goals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's winger, okay. He doesn't care. It's not yeah. his man. <laughs> yeah, if the wingers score, uh, where were the fullbacks? <laughs> It's fun though, isn't it? It is fun right now. I mean, it might There's get no doubt that if you're going to if you're going to Man City and you uh, walk out of there three and nothing, something like that, you're like, yeah, yeah, we'll take that. Are they going to do a ten this year? I think they might. I oh. think it's coming. Yeah, I think someone's going to get it. Because Pep sure, doesn't I'm... stop either. Like he's, no. he's just go go Relentless. go go. But I wonder. I wonder if every manager has a little banter with it and more or less saying. Let's keep it keep it down to six or five if you don't mind today. <laughs> hey, producer Dan Wong, here's something for you to scroll to find. How what was the highest goal total for one of these Man City teams in a season? You checking the table, GF goals for, because Some I think pressure. they smash it with him. I mean, look, he's not going to keep up this pace, but I I do love these conversations when you're talking about more than two games, and it's like he's on pace to score seventy six goals this year. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, is it okay. 76 goals? He's on pace to score 76 goals. So when you said, like, uh, is 40 possible? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. 40's probably. But you know possible. what, though, boys? In fairness, often, not often, we, we see these runs now and again, right? And these obscene numbers pop up, like he's on pace for 70. And then suddenly you realize they've gone four games without a goal. You see it <laughs> in other sports, right? I just don't think it's going to happen with him. I'll, I'll be honest with you. We saw Aguero score for fun at times, right? Score seven mm-hmm. goals in five games. We've seen some well, of the his, great his career start it. was very, very similar. Actually, I think uh, um, 
Holland's one eight, better. Eight and five or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. One, got nine, yeah. One thing I can guarantee is that he'll get over 15. <laughs> <laughs> you put yourself in out there, comps, Jimmy. Right? Are you in sure all about comps? that? What are, what are the odds on that? <laughs> yeah, he scores uh, for everybody. I, know, I think also another happens. thing that that's scary too, right? Is he so he came out of that game, I think, before the 70th minute. And obviously, Pep's got the depth to rotate, unlike anyone else. But if you, as the season goes on, I mean, there's no secret they're chasing a quadruple, right? And and the Champions League is a priority. This load management of Holland makes him even more dangerous, don't you think? Well, like, yeah. Every competition, City have to be the favorite. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about too much about overplaying him because he's not going to the World Cup. Yeah, that's a huge thing with this year. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it before, but it's massive. You don't massive. have to worry too much about load management because he's got a month off. Yeah, he's got a winter like break after the World Cup. That's when the guys you're going to see guys, and even prior to just a few weeks before, you're going to see some teams and guys. I don't know if they're going to be playing not to get hurt and who you know all these different factors leading into it to the World Cup. And meanwhile. He's gonna well, well meanwhile they got Julian Alvarez if if they do need to rotate and get some guy to score some goals who yeah. <laughs> who's very much in his shadow right now but has had a great start to his city career. His first start mm-hmm. yesterday, two goals. Looks fantastic. Yeah. Honestly, you know what? imagine imagine being a player on that pitch. Like if you're in that foreign force lineup and they make a sub and then it's like Mares comes on, you're like, Oh fuck. Then you're you're gassed after like seventy minutes. Oh, De Bruyne. Oh, no, Paul. And Forrest just bought what nine? Bought nineteen yeah. decent yeah. football players. You know, yeah. and like, and they're nowhere near. It's quite quite something. I wonder. I wonder how many of them said when they were signing. Okay, I'll, I'll come on after uh, after Men City. <laughs> <laughs> after the Men City game, my contract will start. We'll get the paperwork yeah. done, then I'll read the terms uh, after the thirty first. Yeah. No, but but Jimmy, don't don't as a footballer, you want to play the best. Yes. Well, you do until halftime. You do. You do when it's nil nil. Yeah. <laughs> Not when it's six nil. You're going. Oh, yeah. Well, this isn't fun anymore. This sucks. Yeah. That's what Just I was saying at United. Oh yeah, I want to play against the best. I'm like halftime. Jesus Christ! Do I throw a hamstring in here or what? Can't you talk about crossbar. Being that player, right, and seeing the next guy come on. Do you think sometimes Pep knows ahead of time, like he's doing this on purpose? He's like, you know what? I'm going to see how this game plays out, and then I'm going to fucking kill their emotions by taking Holland off and bringing De Bruyne on. Like yeah. it's all stacked on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I think he just has fun watching the other bench. That's just what I'm the saying. That they're just slouching, like melting ice cream cones in their looking, seat. Looking, don't oh, don't look at the coach. Oh. Don't look at the gaffer. Don't do, look at. Do him. you think? Do you think he's looking over at like at the bench, and then he's like, "Maris, stand up." <laughs> <laughs> oh no. De Bruyne, you said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm sure it's a bit, man. I'm sure it's a bit with the coaching staff. Oh man, it's like talent. Ron Jeremy dropping his his uh, towel in the shower. Yeah, he's probably got like a little bowl with the names, and he's just looking at the other manager, going, "Who's going to come on?" Yeah. Oh, De Bruyne. <laughs> Imagine poor old Steve Cooper yesterday saying, "Half oh, a crying out oh. loud, this could this could be a, a tenner at some point." But they held on to six in the end. There's a nine last week, of course, nine in Scotland as well. By the way, mm-hmm. both managers got fired soon after. Is there ever a point where a team should take it easy? I don't think there should be. I think it should be ruthless and relentless, no matter what. But no, is there you a can't, point because there's goal difference? Yeah, so exactly. 
you got to bang in the goals. Teams generally do just because at three, four, you got the three points. You got a good goal differential. Season's long. We don't want to pick up any injuries by going full out for that. But I mean, well documented. But the nine nil, we we suffered at United. They were chasing Blackburn on goal difference. So it was it, it was a case of them just keep putting it on, you know, and piling it on, piling it on, you know. So, but that generally doesn't happen like that. But I don't see why teams. Yeah, no. On, Do you know what? Running right, up the score, go right ahead. I, I watched I watched the the clips again because you know with the nine nails and you start going through and and then we watched yours and I was like you you made some great saves the first initial save yeah a but lot your, like but your defenders were nowhere to be seen yeah Andy Cole I mean he scored five I think they were just tap ins too he probably had yeah. a total of nine feet distance you did you did on a few of them you made the first save yeah. And then there was nobody around them. Oh, Mark Hughes crashed that one off the crossbar and in from after a save. I was like, fucking Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it was unlucky. Couldn't save you stamps. Did, you, did the celebrations <laughs> dissipate, though? Did their energy dissipate a little bit with each goal? Were they just like, that's my guy, it's seven, it's eight, you know? A bit almost embarrassed at that point, are they? Who, United? Yeah. No. They weren't, they weren't apologetic at all? Like, oh, sorry, mate, but I've got to do this. Oh no, they were just they were loving it. Grand Paul, the referee was enjoying it more than anybody. <laughs> he was celebrating as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Travers buzzing. Uh, we were talking Jesus. about that Mike Dean play, and it was a goal actually against Villa. And shout out to uh, I should have pulled it up before I started talking about. I, it. I was screaming Mike Dean in my car. I was I was listening to the podcast, and I was it's Mike Dean, it's Mike Dean. Well, didn't I, me. I knew it was someone that uh, I knew it was someone that retired recently. But yeah, Mike Dean. So, so nine... Yeah, we were talking talking about how Mike Dean had admitted that it was he'd allowed an advantage before. And then it led to a goal. So he was just celebrating that he got He's the like, play right. Yeah. Right. And that and and you and and it had hinted that if you actually look at referees like if they show any emotion, it's never for what's happening. It's for what they did. It's for what yeah, they yeah. did right. Yeah. 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 Because well, they can't take, they're, they're... they can't take their shirt off, really. But Graham Paul, I think he he wanted to. He wanted to take his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> just twirl it around. To the oh, yeah. him, him and Giggsy running up the line together. Yeah, he's loving <laughs> it. Yeah. Like there, there was a there was a match the other night, and it was at that pure pure uh, Duke or something like that. The referee, Canadian referee, and he was doing an MLS game, and uh, the play was going on, and it all kind of rebounded, and it was a pure advantage. And the team was going. He went like that, and blew the whistle too quick, and as soon as he blew it, he just went fuck. You know, uh, put his hands on his head. He was like, "Oh no!" Uh, Try to get everyone. Out. I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I they're mean, very forgiving. I like that though. I mean, put your hands up. Yeah. It's just like, what are you gonna do? Like, it's like, yeah. you made Human. a mistake. You can't go. Play on. Play on. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You still want to, right? Yeah. <laughs> That uh, that nine nil that Bournemouth was subjected to on the weekend, um, Parker gets fired. Of course, some some people are saying it's harsh. Obviously, it's more than just the result. There's issues there behind the scenes. Bournemouth not spending, but post match, I mean, he, he pretty much threw his owners under the bus, right? What, what's the worst thing one of your managers said in the presser? Was there anything that made you go, "Wow," either about the team or or bigger than the team? Well, I mean, just about Parker though. I I, I mean that. If that owner is that sensitive for what they said, I thought it was that he was being honest and the team is what it is. It's a massive step up for him. 
the squad's not strong enough. It's um, what does he want? It's like it, it appears as though he doesn't like that criticism, and and he wants it silenced. And that, when they're looking around for new managers, they're going to find it difficult because there'll be managers out there. They're not going to want any part of that. You take your pro license, Jimmy. They get guys to tell you. I mean, I remember Dasso, Nick Dasovich, when he took it. I can't remember the manager who said, "Forget all the tactics and all that crap. You, the most important thing is that you you're friends with the manager or the ownership." Yep. You yeah, might you get have... seven games of bad results instead of five before you get fired. Yeah. No, exactly. And the thing is, too, you know, football. It's a it's a it's a world game, but it's a community. Right. And if a manager does get fired because, you know, it was a reaction that a, a, an ownership group made that that wasn't right. Like even with Parker, for me, I mean, to fire him for that, you haven't spent money. Come out and say, yeah, we, we can't compete. We haven't spent the money. Mm-hmm. But then to fire him. Now, obviously, everybody's going to be talking to Parker and he's going to be going, guys, look, yeah, I didn't get this. I didn't have that. This is what it was like dealing with it. So the next manager is going to be looking, going, oh, fuck, no, if you're doing that to him. Gonna, what, what's going to change? You're not, you're not going to do the same to me. You're not going to spend yeah. money, and then I'm going to get a bad result. And you're going to, yeah. And Sean Dice is actually favored to take the job, and not a chance. Oh, he shouldn't do it. He, no, wait, wait until no chance. Wait, of taking wait that. until He's Everton or Villa, right? This yeah. bigger. There you go. Honestly. Exactly. He, you take the Villa job. Yeah, I don't think he's taking Bournemouth. No. Why, why would? He, why would he? He's not desperate. No. Because you know you're going down. Yep. You know, it's a team that probably shouldn't have been promoted to begin with, you know, from a financial standpoint. Not all clubs want to be promoted. It sounds crazy. But in their in their development and where they're at, it's not the best thing for them. I know no. parachute payments are great and all, but it's not. You're better off. I remember I interviewed uh, Pete Winkleman once, who was uh, chairman of MK Duns when they first left uh, Wimbledon, right? They've got a brand new stadium, lovely stadium. And mm-hmm. what he said, I found really, he goes, listen, you know, of course, of course, one day we want to be in the Premier League, but not yet. We're not ready. If we got promoted next season, there'd be a lot of issues with that because we can't afford to pay our players even with the big money from the Premier League. And I found that really interesting that, you know, there's a time and a place to be promoted, but for a small club like an MK Dons or a Bournemouth, maybe now isn't the time. More money, I don't know if problems. you could ever turn it down because you look at the championship right now, the three teams that were relegated, they're in the top three or four. Or a team that there's one in there, I think that was mixed in from relegated the year before. I guess that would be Sheffield United, right? So mm-hmm. that parachute payment is big. It's hard to compete in that division of the championship. With they go though, right? Did you hear this? It. Apparently, there's a good chance they'll be going soon. Like the league championship teams don't want the parachute payments the way it's currently structured. It's just too much of division within that that league. And yeah. they're saying there's there's a real real belief that they're going to do away with them and have some other kind of system in place where there's not quite as much money guaranteed. Interesting, interesting. I mean, it definitely has influenced the level of competition. That that league is so exciting. Yeah. But as to Craig's point, you you look at who gets promoted, and it quite often is two of you know the three teams coming up had been in the Premier League within the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. That's why you, it's so important that you capitalize on it because if you don't, you end up being well. You see where West Brom is, is right now, right? So West Brom has started their their parachute payments dropping. Even may not even have it now, and now they 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 slip into that middle of the table pack. Yeah, that's dangerous, right? Yeah, one bad year you go down another level, and then you're, you're drowning yeah. essentially. 
Yeah. <clears throat> no, it's that's true. Why, but that's why a team like Forest or a, or a Leeds, um, they have to do it right because they're big enough teams that they should win promotion and they should stay in the Premier League. They've got the fan base. They've got the stadium. They've got the history, right? It's when the smaller clubs like a Bournemouth who really haven't got much else. I mean, it's a nice little stadium, don't get me wrong. But or a Huddersfield. It, there's or better non-league grounds than there's, you know. I mean, they have to realize who they are. I mean, yeah. come on. They don't have a big fan base. Either. Yeah, I think they yeah, do. Right. What do you expect from your team? Like, what do they what do I want to expect from Bournemouth? Like, you play in a non-league ground, you got beat 9-0, and you don't spend any money, and Liverpool are fantastic, and it's like... like well, Christ, you lose to Villa. Sorry, you, you, beat, you beat Villa. You lose mm-hmm. to City, Arsenal, and Liverpool. And again, it, yeah. it's results. It's not results where you got fired. I, I don't think it can't be because no, what no, the hell do you want? No, it can't be. Because even last year in the championship, he, they had a great form. They did. Great form. Mm-hmm. They did. But si- yeah, 16 goals. But against those teams, as you say, like you can't look at that on paper and say, this team's struggling. Yeah. That's not. No. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a case of that owner having thin skin and not liking any criticism yeah. and of course. Look, if you're Parker and you're sitting in front of that man, the, the chairman, like you would ask, ask him, what would you like me to do against Liverpool? One of the best teams in the world, one Champions Leagues, one Premier Leagues. What would you like me to do? We got beat. Move on. And then what you should be doing is targeting the lower teams and saying, okay, we need to pick up points here. This is what mm-hmm. we got to get. Our game. When you're playing... Yeah. Man City, playing Liverpool, Chelsea's, and all that. <laughs> good God, you're holding on. I know. Seriously, when did they well, expect? I, I'd I mean, say, three I'd points say from four games is good. Villa's had a had a worse season than Bournemouth, haven't they? In that respect, uh, probably from a performance aspect, they, they have not played well. Uh, but you're weighing, you're weighing that against expectation, because mm-hmm. Villa have spent money. Villa have an expectation that they should be contending and. Now mm-hmm. that they've stayed in the Prem now for three, four seasons in a row, they should be kicking on for that conference league place. So it's the expectation that makes it look. <laughs> and again, they lose, but they lose to the the perfectibles. Let's call Arsenal now the perfectibles. They might go thirty eight and zero this season. <laughs> but it was tight, wasn't it? It was really tight. Yeah, and Villa could have picked up a point there. Could have been all oh, the narrative could be shifting. It's a better performance, but finishing has been a, a problem for them. And also, too, it's like they the slow starts. They they can't seem to play. You know, I know teams don't play their their best or play their level for a full ninety, but you got to get as close as possible, right? The the teams that win, the teams at the top of the table, the Champions League teams, are themselves playing their best game for 70, 80, 80 minutes. And the Villa cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Good point. No. Yeah, that West Ham game is a good point. example of that. They had lots of possession. They look really good. They just mm-hmm. not good enough where they look as though it's like, well, where are the goals going to come from? That yeah. first, I said this to you, that first half against West Ham especially, yeah, Villa looked good. They were controlling, but they weren't yeah. commanding. Yeah, exactly. And then what happens is, of course, halftime rolls around and it's always going to be different. Yeah. Spurs have found that a couple times this season when they're at home. The Wolves, yeah. Wolves didn't capitalize. Better second half than a few times what do you make of Liverpool beating Newcastle 2-1 in the 98th minute Cavallo scoring um, after Newcastle wow. tried to kill off the game for 90 minutes? i got to tell you, taking my, my, my Reds hat off, it was hilarious. Like, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Sorry, boys. Mm-hmm. 
Do we have to retire that phrase when we're referring to them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I think you're right there. <laughs> you live by the bone saw, you die by the bone saw. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Eddie Howe's going to be a good boy. Yep. Yep. I Don't lose 9 0. Don't be losing 9 0. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They'll be fine. They'll Isaac looked pretty good, didn't he? Maybe your boy Isaac. You know the little short fella up front. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's a little taller than I thought. I guess uh, you know the the, the picture in picture it's stretched. This is the problem when you watch too many games. Everybody looks small. I, you, I got still wishing four games. Are you still wishing four games at once? Well, I would have had yeah four yesterday, four the day before. Of course. Uh, how do you how do you do it? I don't know. I mean, in reality, seizure. In reality, I am not consuming um you know you go through stretches where you're f- focused on one game there was a period there that brighton game brighton and uh who did they play the other day it was it was a it was a great game um leeds, they lost brighton against um, brighton leeds no it wasn't no. leeds no it was um no, it was, uh, followers. that's how good it was yeah no it was spectacular <laughs> Fulham. i watched i watched a great game they were oh. playing uh you know the one. Oh, it, was one. it was a really oh. good game. You're right, Jimmy. No, touche. It was full of. And uh, so you watched just one game at a time. Then I would know. Yeah, that's exactly it. You're right. You you called it. You said that my brain is going to f- over circuit fry like no, it is an electronic piece. And you're you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. No, it's not going to end well for you. You'd be a big mess in the basement floor. You haven't got the memory. You got the memory space. Be feeding off you. <laughs> to unload some of that memory space, all of that shite in your head. Can we defrag? Can we defrag? Dunlop's brain. We can actually. Oh, can we? It's called magic mushrooms. <laughs> you you want to go to Peru, buddy? You want to go? Uh, you want to go ayahuasca with Dunny? Yeah, we should do. I'll go to ayahuasca with you. Absolutely. Where that goes. <laughs> I've said before we should we should we should do some shrooms one day and do the podcast and see what happens. Well, last week we coined a new phrase, A-Sharms. I don't know if you saw it on social, but it's uh, Sporgy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what B does every week now. Sports orgy. Just throws himself at the sports. You say that now. I've always done that. I just Fubo TV has made it better and easier for me to do that with this multi-screen function on Apple TV. But I always did that before. So there, I blame it on Fubo TV. No, I've done this before. I've no, said, I know, but they're helping you. They're the, they're the pusher. Yeah, yeah, Fubo TV Canada, thanks yeah. to Apple Cha-ching. TV, has made this possible for me to do this easier. Whereas before, when Charms and I were doing, well, when we were at Sportsnet, and uh, whether I was doing Soccer Central or, or not, I would have one game on the TV, one game on the laptop, one game on the iPad, and then one game on my phone. So now, thankfully, because I can't do, use that many devices, I can put all four games on Fubo TV, on Apple TV, right in the Apple TV. If you too want to enjoy a sporgy each weekend, like like Dunlop, um, and you haven't yet signed up for Fubo TV, you can do that at fubotv.com/slash footy prime. Um, are we getting some coin for every time you guys say Fubo? Ten cents. No Fubo way. <laughs> you know us, Jimmy. We'll say absolutely anything for money. Absolutely anything. In fact, we'll do anything for money too. Yeah, and that's anyway, when the Saudi uh, tourism sponsorship started. Right here, right now. Yeah. They went on a 
trip to oh, you know i didn't want to go with that it was somewhere bad so you're just already stopped. on mushrooms yeah <laughs> you guys are already fucked like you guys want to do a show with mushrooms <laughs> yeah, interesting it, you look, right we don't know where it would be going Especially maybe just in micro dosing i did a show on mushrooms once yes you did recovering from the night before and yeah. you made it to halftime yeah but I'm and glad you went to the, the government I, on the closing night and is that, made the most of it. Is that the one when it was we were talking about the the leading goal scorer Salah and you thought he finished fourth? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, different time, but uh, equally as high. <laughs> no, it was weird about it, the whole thing was though that like good thing Dan Fernandez, our producer, was at the the, the party, and uh, so I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm struggling. So okay, can you just get through? Can you get through the opening? I'm like. Oh yeah, sure. And then next thing I know, I'm at half. I'm watching the halftime from home. <laughs> on you're like, I'm like, that's a shrewd moment, man. <laughs> I'm like, I think I was just there with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> or, or was I? <laughs> Do I even work? <laughs> oh god you look you look like a dead man walking you look so awful so oh. pale you were a mess mm. i think you sweat through your suit yeah still oh. felt pretty good though so did they put you in a cab and send you home what happened yes oh how did i get home <laughs> i think i think cheyenne may have picked you up yeah i can't you weren't driving that day that. i'm pretty sure your daughter came and picked you up yeah out the front you, door in a wheelchair. You, you your SOS call went out. What a mess. What and we're all pretty we we're, were all pretty rough that day. I mean, it'd been your fiftieth. Myself, yeah. Dicky O. We went you just were on, you just didn't take the chocolate. No, I realized that I was working the next day at seven thirty in the morning and didn't. Well, so did I, but it was actually a doctor <laughs> handing him out, so I was like, Oh, oh that okay. is. Okay. And then he's like, How many I said, How many do you usually have? Yeah, he's like or chunks. I'm like, well, hold on a minute. You just give me ten. <laughs> it was. It, it was. It was something. Wow. wow. <laughs> it was something. I'll, I'll tell you. I tell you, he was on drugs. Is is uh, Rike Puj? Holy crap! That goal last night. He's been around for two games, two and a half games. Um, had, had a ridiculous assist for Chicharito on the weekend for the Galaxy. And then he breaks the hearts of TFC with that screamer. I love uh, Luke's call on that one. Oh, it's a screamer. It was a real screamer. No chance of Bono on that one. 2-2. Mm -hmm. um, B, you were there. Jimmy, you were there. It must have, the collective must have felt like a defeat. Jimmy was halfway up to 400. Le and by then, beating that C&E traffic. <laughs> No, no. You, you didn't do it. Did you, Jimmy? There, I'll tell you what, though. There was a lot of fucking people that did, and they're all losers. And I, I said that. Really. I started singing, go on and beat the traffic. 84th minute. Have you, ever, have you ever tried to get out of there, though? Like, it, if you decide to stay, you're, the traffic is ridiculous. Yeah. With the, oh, the, the C&E weekend, it's just not worth it. No, it was brutal. You had, yeah, you had the Blue Jays, Blue Jays playing, TFC was playing, you had C&E, there was like a concert. It was a mess, an absolute gong show. I went down to the Tunnel Club. I stayed there after. I was thanks, like, thanks for the invite. Did you get it? <laughs> <laughs> check, check, check your junk no, mail. 
Yeah, you're in the tunnel. Oh, you emailed it. Oh, sorry. You know, I don't have email notifications turned on because I'm not 50. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you're you in the tunnel. You, you wouldn't have liked it anyways. It really no, nice you're right. You, you, were drink, you were drinking espresso martinis. And yeah, yeah. I was eating corn dogs that uh, off a stick for $9. Yeah. Oh, I heard about those. You got a nice uh, video clip again, eh? Of the uh, LA goal. I caught the LA goal, yeah. Well, that was some goal, though. That Who's was Douglas, Bono Douglas in a Douglas home booth for some, some, some right. goal. I was, I was talking to Jay, Jason Bent after the game because he's assistant with the, the Galaxy. He just said, he, this guy is sick. Just so such a such a talent, right? Yeah, he said it's it's unbelievable. It beat Bono pretty centrally, the way. Free kick. The, Do you think yeah. it was too close to the post when he cut inside? We made on the free kick? No, well, the free kick... You think yeah, twenty five yards out, you should have got something. But even well, I mean, even, it beat him. It beat him three yards inside. Like it wasn't even close to the corner. Yeah, but then even when you look at the second goal, I thought his positioning was over a little bit too much. I, well, there is that, like because there is no other place he was going to put it. No, he had to go far stick. Exactly. I think he's. I think Bone was in that position right now too. That he's. I don't know. I think he's second guessing himself almost a little bit. But as soon as he gets that ball into that position and where your defender's position and everything else, you know, it worked. I mean, it's it's 95% chance he's going there. Yeah. And it's on his right foot. Yeah. You got two so you should be already, already moving your feet in that direction. Yeah. It would give you a chance gonna... to pull off that save, yeah. even though you can't directly blame him for it. But like even, even the free kick, I mean, it was a great free kick where I was sitting. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, okay, you're you're 25, 26 yards out. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I was talking with Don, Danny. You're watching. I was just like, oh, it's not even close to the center. Like you see it coming. Like I was saying, if the if the net was literally four yards wide, he would have struggled to save it. Yeah, and he doesn't move his yeah. feet at all like and i think he, i think he's just struggling he's in a, he's in a real spell right now he just you, really, you wonder what it is is it just confidence obviously he's out of contract as well he's moving on seems the club club <clears throat> excuse me the club are prepared to move on uh in the off season when they'll rebuild the defense entirely i think uh from, from yeah the it's not good for out. him to be uh leaving a club playing uh like he is at the moment right no exactly yeah no kidding did you enjoy yeah, the uh the richie the richie shithousery <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I, I really thought that uh, Richie uh, got around and gave him a nipple squeeze. The old <laughs> Central American special. The little but then after watching, I was like, I, well, if anybody did, it was Bradley. <laughs> yeah. Little titty twister. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. We call them purple nurples. Yeah. I don't know. Remind me when I, I got stung on the golf course a couple of years ago, I was uh, doing the same thing. <laughs> I see Max Bretos had the best tweet I saw and he posted the video uh, no explanation of what was happening and just with a caption trying to vaccinate the unvaccinated <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't see Bradley though being a nipple twister do you he's not that kind no. of player no I didn't think so either but he grabs underneath around his armpit so I don't know whether they're I think that was he either did nothing and Chichiru was trying to almost draw the attention that that's what he was doing to him. And, yeah. he, and I don't think they really were. Oh, maybe he yanked his armpit here. Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, you go underneath and grab him just a little. Eesh. 
Yeah, but he kept doing it. It was like, oh, ow, ow. Like, it kept happening. Like, these guys were little pinches here. Bit, 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 bit. I <laughs> thought it was... You, you know Bradley. I mean, is he a, someone that would grab the armpit hair or twist a nipple? You know him better than us. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, don't he's, know. he's clever, man. He's, he's clever. A, he's not a He's a veteran. Player. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know that. Like, he's, he's got the dark uh, side to him. Yeah, he's clued in. He knows he who he's playing part. against. Yeah. He knows who he's playing against. I thought it was pretty shitty of the Galaxy, Jimmy. I don't know if you felt this too, that they, they were so negative. I mean, mm. I guess, you know, they're the away team going up against the talent that TFC has. I can, maybe I can see it, but yeah, I don't know. I wasn't expecting to get so conquer caffy. And uh, I really thought that they they made it a difficult game for Ted Uncle. I mean, I guess you know good teams can do that, but uh, I would have loved to have seen them go blow for blow, and that wasn't the game. I think yeah. they, because the, the crowd was great. It was a good atmosphere. It was sold out, and I think with Vanny going there, he's probably thinking take this thing out of the game, slow it down. Yeah, and That's the draw wasn't when, wasn't a, a bad result for them. It was, it that was, was great for them, Toronto, right? Because yeah. they're, I mean. They're also fighting for a playoff spot, but yeah. Yeah. the draw, yeah, that's 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 reasonable for them. Toronto, I see, not so much. By the way, no uh, tribute video for Vanny. How great was that? You didn't want. What that, do you mean, eh? great? No, don't want that shit. Why not? Because he's, he's a miserable, coach. grumpy I hate man. That crap. Listen, bring him out when he's retired or between jobs. Bring him out, celebrate him. You know, buy him a nice new car. I don't care. That's great. Love him. But not don't give your opponents any edge. Don't make them happy to be there. Jesus. Good for MLSE <laughs> for being pricks. This is why we can't have nice things, fellas. Because James Sharman yeah. is one of, the, one of the co-creators and hosts. Yeah, exactly. Miserable yeah, fuck. Yeah. Somebody wants to do something nice. <laughs> what are they doing that? It doesn't make any sense, fellas. You know, the guy, the guy was because... really legendary for Toronto. It's fuck 58 minutes and, and before he, that grumpy left. prick showed up. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> he left unamicably. You know, a little bit of murkiness there in his... his final days at TFC. Maybe that and was I'm saying he was great. Was I'm not saying you... What's that? Maybe that was more telling that it was in the video. Like Maybe. how things ended, you know. Mm. And like Maybe I said, you can bring little... it back one day. I'm all for that. You know my love of statues. But don't celebrate him when he's coming. <laughs> a huge match. A huge match. And we're going to just, oh, well done, Greg. Thanks so much for everything. You're fantastic. Brilliant. We love you so much. And put a smile on his face. Make him feel happy at home again. Yeah. They do a great job coaching today, and then beat us four 0 Like piss off! No. Well, if, if they had been nicer to him and they had done a tribute video, then maybe he would have taken Ricky Puja off in the 80th minute. We wouldn't have got that <laughs> damn screamer of a goal. You never know, right? We'll never know. But I was happy with the uh, the meanness of TFC and the <laughs> pettiness of them for not <laughs> the doing pettiness. Great. I knew you yeah. liked the pettiness. The spite. Yeah. <laughs> the spite. Even... It was a spite non video. <laughs> <laughs> So you know, you know what I was thinking. We're joking about that game being Conca Cafe and negative. I do, I did feel like they were really trying to get under Richie's skin. They were, they were like repeatedly targeting him, yeah. just with yeah. shit He's got form, isn't he? Well, yeah. did you see Mavinga though? So Mavinga late in the game, him and Edwards clashed right in the area, and he goes down, clutching his head. Oh God, my head, my head! And then the referee eventually says, "You know, get off! You've you've clashed heads. You've hurt your head." And he's screaming, "No, it was my shoulder! It was my shoulder!" And he's going, he's apoplectic, apoplectic, apoplectic. It's my shoulder. You just tried to sell the fact that you'd hurt your head. 
to the referee, and now you yeah. switched and say, "What's head? What chance do referees have with this kind yeah. of shithousery in the world? No chance." Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, apoplectic, apoplectic. That's it. Apoplectic. Two P's, one C. Apoplectic. Are you okay? Is he alright? Yes. <laughs> having a stroke. So I'm gonna call the doctor. Well, What's going on? Someone else, give me help you me out. Like my dad. Yeah. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to try and invent words to show us that you're smart. Okay. No, that's a real word. That one. Private school. That yeah. one's a real word. And I'll, well, be I'll tell you, boy, anyone, yeah. anyone who doesn't know it thinks you're trying to invent it on the spot. That's how it sounds. Hey, hey, B. I've been avoiding that word my whole career, and now I There's feel so comfortable the jar. with you. Yeah, it is. And now yeah. I'm so Too bad. Deese wasn't here. Fellas. We could ask him how to pronounce it, <laughs> how to spell it, or give us the meaning of it. Apoplectic. R. L. T apoplectic. There you go, perfect. You nailed it. Um, before we get to uh, Wonga's mail sack, uh, Craig, you were in a church this week. That was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, I was actually thinking. I mean, people that saw that tweet, they're probably like, "Well, obviously, he's super religious, hanging out with religious people and Anglican priests and stuff." Yeah. I am not at all. Religious. You're, here, you're here to say that you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean not at all. Like I have, but I, I, no issue. I, I, I seem to attract religious friends, but I have no issues with that. Is it because they're trying did. to help you? Feel sorry for you, and they're like, this I think guy so. Is a no hoper. You I better help so. him. <laughs> the best part. Best part. We went up to the bells. Not always to all rate of the bells, but to the weather. Was the was Pia, was was Pia Bisley there? <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's good. Was yeah. the holy water bubbling when you walked in? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we should explain. Ever. Follow Footy Prime on Twitter, and you'll see Craig visited the church because the organist uh, is a big West Ham fan and played your forever blowing bubbles. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool, actually. It's great. Yeah, Tom. He came. Uh, he came for lunch with us and uh, talked a lot about West Ham, and it was fun and. Yeah, we didn't see that. He he had never played that in the uh, in the uh, uh, church before. It's and the cathedral, it right? Seventeen ninety or something like that. That church was built. So, wow. Probably thinks that was the first time bubbles was played there. St. James's Cathedral, right? Is that where you were? Uh, that sounds right. <laughs> was it on? Was it, was it King Street? Was it King and uh, and Sherborne? Yes. Or yeah, that sounds so, right yes, too. St. James's, yeah. Okay. Is there yeah. a St. Patrick's there too? Do you remember how you got home? It was so, it was so cool. It was so cool. Yeah. We had mushrooms friends. yesterday too. Yeah. If yeah. if we show you the video, will you remember? Yeah, that was you. Yeah. No. Well, maybe not. Craig doesn't know how the internet works. He's like, I was just there. Wonga. Mm. <laughs> uh, Alzheimer's. Wonga. Hey, hey, Sharps. How are you? Hey, hey, pal. Uh, it's weird just hearing this disembodied voice of Dan no, Wong not on camera today. Um, anything in your big mail sack today? Yeah, there is. But uh, before we have to keep continuing down this uh, bubbles and this organist, it started a, a bit of a Twitter conversation with Starkey and Carrie Ryan. And uh, it was about turning Craig into a statue or having a statue of Craig. I think I think JC put out how wonderful Craig is and he should be, you know, praise stacks. So Carrie said, I think we should name a cheese after him. 
So I thought that was kind of brilliant. That I, wonder, I wonder how yeah, sticky a cheese like a I, field or a road or maybe some cheese. Yeah. I think Belen cheese would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Big Belen. <laughs> Aged or not? Yeah. <laughs> Aged, aged, mature oh. Belen cheese for Big Four Easter. And you should stacks it on your sandwich. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stacks cheese. There you, you go, Charms. Some, you're okay. We're on to something, Charms. You're the, you could act some, add actually, some of that so cheese yeah, add it to your the, pies. <laughs> I'm sure they sell really well. Wow. Amidst the, uh, the, uh, the West Ham faithful anyway. Yeah, I love right. that Belen cheese. Well, I, I imagine East End of London. I mean, mash oh, and that liquor they put on it is. Oh, speaking of Bell End, it's not good. You know, in, at Saputo Stadium, they ring that bell whenever they score. They literally have a Bell End, but the traveling supporters are not. We're not given the section at TFC for this Sunday. The club didn't make Come that available. On. There's been a there's lot. No well, section? You know, there's there's been a lot of. Uh, friction and issues um with both sides certainly not this is not a montreal exclusive thing um there's been a lot of issues with the toronto fans so it's not as uh i don't think that's as amicable a situation as normal but yeah i saw that on the thread that montreal fans are quite disappointed that they will not have the opportunity to have their own section on sunday well but isn't that disingenuous the they'll, they'll, they'll still gonna... get in there they'll still get in when they, they won't i mean i mean i don't know normally they, they put that corner right on the northeast corner and that's 200 level, and they give that to the away supporters. And mm-hmm. Montreal usually fill that. In Montreal, that it was the uh, wasn't it the inebriati? They they set fire to stuff or something. Ottawa. Stupid. That was in Ottawa. Was it in Ottawa? Was it? Idiots. Wonder yeah. what's going on. There's something going on. We gotta we'll find. We gotta find that out. Have to mm-hmm. get somebody in Montreal. Get Greg Sutton on. He don't know what's going on. He's on the ground there. Yeah. So we've. We've just done this thing as the request of Wonger, which in, in the musical terms is called vamp. In TV terms, we fill time so that Wonger could find the emails for his mail sack. Because he forgot about it. No, 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 no. I had it all lined up. Oh, you did. Okay. Did yeah, you yeah. find out the goal totals that I asked you for? No, I, I couldn't find it. I can't. I, I went down the, the, the stats line and my phone isn't good enough. The computer I'm working on right now doesn't allow me to do it, so... Unfortunately, were we looking at the record amount of Premier League goals? In no, just Man season? City's total uh, what total goals, right, for each season? In a season, yeah. The well, I mean, you can't find the you can't find the Premier League standings uh, for the last five years <laughs> anywhere on the internet. Yeah. No. So it's not like I, it's not like I know what I'm doing. No. Um, Bergman in the garage caught my first post match YouTube show. Well done, boys. A few questions. James, is that a new hairstyle? Looking slick. So, James, is that a new hairstyle? I wasn't on the show last week. You're this thinking two it weeks was... ago. Sorry. Oh. This is two weeks ago. Um, I've got my hair cut. It's not a whole... eh, Maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's it has something going on. I, I've gone back to... right now. It's bad. I went back to the old style, actually. It's just picking the mess, basically. Yeah. It's... Hedgehog. You don't Long do anything. Things. You just get like a uh, normal white guy uh, haircut, like two. Yeah, I've, I've had all sorts. No, I've had all sorts. That's exactly what you asked for. I want the white guy. White guy haircut, yeah. yeah. Two on the sides, and then the, like, hey, I've got the a fade little... going on here. We've got some fade I, action okay. going here. Yeah. What's a he, normal white guy cut? You know, what like Shard's head looks like. Yeah. 
Hey, Walter, can we do can we do our listeners a favor since we love them so much? Can you come around to Craig's side to read your mail sack so you're not speaking behind the microphone? I feel oh, like he's in yeah. well. Yeah, pull out the sack near near. How Craig, about this? Can. Is that better? Yes, that's a, there you a, go. Mentally oh. better. All right, uh, Brendan. No nice piece of art on your wall. Why not? I guess the question is, and are you going to add any art? Uh, um, that's a bit unfair to the cast and crew of Easter Sunday, which is the art piece on my wall, actually, next to uh, the bookshelf that contains the book that I wrote with Dwayne DeRosario, Deep of My Life, <laughs> ECW Press, available at all major Canadian retailers and U.S. online retailers. <laughs> is that a tambourine? So that's unfair that to Easter. That a big Easter, cap. Yeah, Joe Easter Coy, movie. Tia Carrere, uh, Elena Watko, and Jimmy O. Yang, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, they're all cartoonized had animated wait 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 wait, wait. tia carrera's in, in the movie with yeah thanks for supporting me and my family yes Is tia carrera's really? in this movie that's been out for a whole month that i've talked Jesus. about for a year yeah but i'm not going to the theaters mm. but she had crush tia carrera once upon a time absolutely who didn't wayne's world era she's a hall yeah, of famer yeah. man absolutely Come on. beautiful well, she was hot she still is a bitch yeah Elena, when they were, they were doing the show last year, the movie, excuse me, and in Vancouver, they were living in like an NBA bubble, right? They're all on the same floor. And uh, so they would regularly have an all Filipino cast. So they were eating all the time, um, just making feasts for the, the floor to dine on. And uh, generalization. She, she calls me. Yeah, I'm, big people. That's what was happening. You know, overeat. Group, group, do, 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 group dinners. It's Jesus a, Christ. He raises prick. All Filipinos do is eat all day. Like no, Filipinos eat all day. They work too. I don't think that's what I said. I said the group dinners. If big group feast, not good enough. What's going on? You guys, you're like Sean's level. Filipinos eating all the time. What's going on? I know. Generalizing. It's called generalizing. Yeah, allegedly racial stereotyping. That's right. So Elena FaceTimes me while she's making breakfast with Tia Carrera, and I'm like completely unprepared for this. I think I didn't have a shirt on, like my hair is a mess. And so then Tia Carrera comes on to say hello, and I'll <laughs> quick scramble, you know, reframe it, sit up straight, puff my chest out, yeah, fix just my hair. Your relationship breaks down. And you back up. <laughs> yeah, you think you think Charms regularly says I'm hitting above my weight. How that you think I'm going from to Tia Carrera? That no, is cool. A minute. Tia Your Carrera. face timing. You got more. You got a better than a one in a 10 billion chance. So I what face time is a chance. You got, there's, that was your time. chance. Elena Watko and Tia Carrera. That's some FaceTime, man. That's Isn't fantastic. It? And you're shirtless? You dropped the boxers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, girls. I just woke up. <laughs> Let's talk about whatever pops up, eh? <laughs> Morning, Rod. Hi, Dick. <laughs> you have two penises? <laughs> Sometimes. Oh. That's, that's better than, than JC's Harry Styles story. That's amazing. It's great. So, uh, Craig, he says, keep being you. And he got a little, he goes, Wonger and Jay. Jimmy, you weren't on this one, so we didn't see. He goes, you, is that a map behind you? If so, what map? And it's not a map behind me. It's uh, my kid's art. 
So I've got art from grade four and grade Splatter two. Splatter paint. What, yeah. the two, two pieces of licorice hanging? Yep. No, those are uh, something from Thailand. The two pieces what, of licorice. What from Thailand? Are, what are they? They're, they're, like, they're just like uh, carvings. Chopsticks. Carvings of women. Two carvings of women. Yeah. Very skinny. Yeah, that makes sense in, in your backdrop. That makes total sense. Yeah, and I got some uh, karate men and uh, a football with earphones on. It's Bruce and, Lee, though, isn't it? Yeah, there's one with Bruce Lee. Since uh, Charmin moved to Belleville, I haven't seen those old tribal faces that you used to have on the wall. Because my basement had zero reception, as you may have realized. <laughs> so I had to move upstairs. It's, it's much better at your office here. It's it much- is better now, isn't it? I know. I know. It is not usually, strangely enough, but yeah. So there you go. There you go, guys. Hey, <laughs> tell us about this boat. Tell us about this boat opportunity, Jimmy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great content. Me and my People want to know. Me and, me and my brothers, Who wants to know? Me and my brothers, uh, the girlfriends, are putting a, a little boat cruise together on September 10th. Oh, they're organizing it. Why are you yeah. giving them a fucking dates? Are we going to sell tickets to the public here? Oh, you never know. <laughs> they want to come on board. Jesus. My brother Michael, he's got a captain hat. You'll be there topless, probably with a thong on. Oh, no. <laughs> so he might get a little bit out of hand, is what you're saying? I'm going as Jack Sparrow. Oh, is it costume? Awesome. And then my brother and his missus are going to go in the front pretending they're uh, on the Titanic. <laughs> it's a fancy dress boat. We got to get done up for this? Yeah, I think they're talking about a theme. So there's about, maybe really? about 20 people on it. Are you bringing a Tia Carrera? No. I mean, Elena? Jeez. Charms is going to get a divorce just as his pies take off. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's Charms, been, bring some pies. He's, he's been trying to like sure. get me to Be get a divorce. That. <laughs> no, no, that's Craig's been trying to get you a divorce, not me. Anyway, we should probably end the show now because it's... I don't Die. know what we're doing right now. People just jumping in with topics that weren't on the rundown. I don't know. All right. Uh, we're back. To- oh, Christ. We're back tomorrow, aren't we? Jesus yeah. Christ. I can't, can't wait. Back tomorrow. Can't we do do this people. too often. Yes. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, all right. Hope you enjoyed that, everyone. Um, fubo, 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 Fubo. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll chat tomorrow. Later. Bye. Oh, let's go. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the foodie foodie. It's time to get this party started. It's the foodie foodie. It's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Craig, Donner, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is foodie foodie. It's time to get this party started tonight.